Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular Masons, irregular Masons, co-Masons, Canadian Masons, or Internet wannabe Masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after lodge banter. Welcome to episode 225 of the After Lodge podcast, where, like the derelict, the weather, so too does the After Lodge podcast begin with equal regularity and precision. Uh, I tried that joke earlier in the Hangouts and it went nowhere, so figured I'd, you know, torture the audience with it. Uh, we're getting started late this evening. Uh, I won't place the blame on anybody. Um, definitely not any Sir Knights among us. Uh, but I'm joined, as always, by uh, two copies of my partner in crime, Worshipless Producer Bruce. Good evening, gentlemen. I don't know why my other one is still there. Why, why are there t- two of you? My, uh, if, I, if both of you start talking, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. We also have Sir John. Calling in from all the way from wherever his microphone is muted. All right, we'll pass him up. And Scotty from the block. <laughs> we are 0 for 2, Harlan. Come on. I made it. I made it, guys. Scotty is here. He's There's only one Scotty, and he's not on mute. I am not. And he's responding. Welcome, Scott. Yes. Hey, guys. And, and of course, um, showing up right before we went on. He thought he was going to show up an hour late and be in the middle of the show, he didn't know we were sitting around waiting on him to join, is uh, our, our good friend, Reverend Tony. Hello, everybody. Uh, if I have a little slight hesitation, it's because I have to mute my mic because they say I breathe too heavy. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you can pay attention to the show and not whatever other videos you're watching at the same time. Um, so yeah, yeah. so we've, uh, we've been gone for, for a couple of weeks. Uh, this is starting to become an every other week show. Uh, that may not be the worst thing that could happen to us. Uh, but you know, life happens and, uh, here we are, except for John. And, and I can't even yell at his face because it's just a still picture. So what's been going on, fellas? What's uh, what's new and late and great in the world of our beloved fraternity? Nothing. Well, there's like I mean, four I, meetings now, so I couldn't even tell you. You missed four meetings? Yeah, Bruce has gone all like uh, past master on us. and it, Like, it's totally not because I've fallen into that. It's just like every... Meeting night, it's been a different thing. So, gentlemen, I um, I can no longer, now that Bruce mentioned Missing Lodge, I've always bragged that I can count on my hands in, in the 12-ish years I've been in the fraternity how many times I've missed a lodge meeting. Uh, I missed our last lodge meeting because I 
unexpectedly got to go to a major local event. And now I can no longer say that. Um, I can no longer count the number of times on both hands. Uh, I have missed Lodge 11 times in 12 years. Hmm. Wow. I've missed Lodge more this year than all of the other years combined. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, I blame Tony. Tony hasn't been coming to Lodge, and so we all just kind of lose the motivation to go see him. Absolutely Tony's fault. Yeah, Tony, you gotta, you have to, you have to unmute yourself, Tony. I have moved on. To be honest, the this Mason thing was a good passing fad, um, but, but, but it did I've, not achieve him the political means that he had <laughs> shot for. So he said, nah, or, or, I'm out. "Or business, or or increase in business." So, so, um, so that was your truck I saw at the KOC. I, I, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm either either that or I'm I'm getting ready to join the Moose Lodge. I think that's what that that that's where it's at. They have alcohol at both of those, by the way, guys. Exactly, they got alcohol and they got slot machines. Mm. You know, you know, uh, here in this neighborhood that I just moved to, um, the Lions Club is very big here, like big, big. I I had no idea that there was even a place where the Lions Club like mattered, but what do they even do? Uh, here they do a fish fry. Uh, that's how I learned because I couldn't get what? home because they were backing up the state highway with people trying to get into their fish fry. Um, that was like a, a pre-Easter Lent thing, I guess. But they have this like little lodge building, whatever they call it. Um. And it's like always full when I'm driving home because I drive right past it. And there's always people look like they're having a good time. And there's several of my neighbors that like you should come hang out at the Lions Club. And I just never thought of the Lions Club like like the shrine or the KOC or somewhere where people hang out. But it seems like they do here. Uh, I might check that out at some point, but I, I feel like that's just one step away from from being full on Tony and going all Knights of Columbus. Maybe you should instead inject a little masonry into the area. So I'm trying. Uh, I did meet another neighbor who is, uh, who is a dear friend of, uh, of Sir Billy that we all know and love from the lodge down the road. Um, the, the Shriner one, the real fun one. Uh, we were chatting while doing lawn work and, uh, or well, taking a break, but our wives thought we were doing lawn work, and and then he was like, I, I know a guy from where you're from, and then anyway, so I've been nagging him about coming to lodge because he's like, I ain't been to lodge in four or five years, so he may be coming to hang out with us. I legit have a buddy of mine that is the uh, secretary at his KOC chapter or council or whatever they call it. And uh, he happens to, they happen to meet on the exact same night as my lodge. And this is when he actually demitted from another lodge to come to mine because I was master last year. Uh, so there's a lot of crossover. John, I saw your face. Yeah, I'm here. You missed your intro. Yeah, I'm fighting my tech and my kid was crying. So I just got a, a, a plethora of fun. You know what? I can't even flush the toilet and I'm here, John. So, Tony, if you keep breathing on that microphone, I'm going to fly down there and beat you myself. See, Tony, it's not just us. Um, I see Bruce's face, too. 
Jesus Christ. It's like an <laughs> asthmatic trying to snap off a round over there. <laughs> so, uh, who are uh, you? Before... Who said that? Who was that? <laughs> the not so the guy the, from Florida. Before the show started, uh, I was telling the guys I was going to have to be late because I had to go get some water. Uh, because a few hours ago, the water main on the street burst and uh, we don't have any water. So I was worried that I was going to be dragging the show late. And then I rushed back here um, with my bottled water, ready to do this thing. And then John says, oh, sorry, I've got more important stuff to do than you guys. So, Yeah, you what, know. What, never what do you mean? What are you up to, John? You uh, you still stirring the pot up there? Well, I mean, I'd be bored if I wasn't. So, let me think. Uh, I got a letter from the Grand Commander regarding my charges. I uh, got that in the mail sometime in the last 10 days, I think. Because I think I'm still, yeah, I'm still with my window to appeal. So, yeah, it's, it's still within the 10 days. Um... And his uh, benevolent dirtbaggishness decided that he uh, would just dismiss all the charges, or not dismiss the charges, just, uh... oh, God, I'm trying to find the right word for it. Essentially dismiss the charges, including the charges against himself, because he's just kind of assuming authority and just going to do that. Well, John, you know, you cannot sue the king in his own court. Apparently not. Sovereign immunity, I believe, is the the term we we apply to that. Do grand commanders have sovereign immunity? Oh, like papal infallibility? Uh, Something like that, yeah. Yes, actually. Apparently. Well, before we go any... Before you go any deeper into that, uh, Bruce. Yes, sir. Look up into your your camera. I'm looking right now. It looks like you're staring directly into my soul. Does everybody <laughs> look at Bruce right now. Does this that is not an look like audio he's like, show, isn't it? Hold on, y'all. Like I'm. Uh, uh, huh. I, you guys. It looks like he's staring directly at us. There's so. there's nothing nothing to see here. Just just keep that look going, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is sorry. This I'll is laugh. I messed it up for you, Harlan. This is the experience the rest of us normally get on the show, where and, you know Bruce can see us, but we can't see him. And that's a uh, that's a two part question. Um, the second part is, John, when you're talking about these charges, are you talking about like dues, like you're trying to get out of paying your dues? I thought all Masonic charges were basically dues. Yeah, you know, most douche. Of the douche be- is the word you were looking for, Tony. Oh yeah, douche. yeah, yeah. No, I uh, that I that I actually probably would have succeeded with those if I didn't tighten the dues somehow. But at this point, I am now having to appeal to the national body, which will yeah. go as well as I'm I can imagine. But that's perfectly fine. So, are I mean, you, at least it's a third party. Are you <laughs> contemplating civil authorities? Because I have to advise against that. No. Okay, that didn't go well in West Virginia. No. Way back yeah. when. No, I got bigger, bigger and better things to do now than really screw with the commandery. So, like the ancient and accepted Scottish Rite. Uh, <laughs> well, one, yeah. 
And two on my desk right now is currently resting a on my desk at work is a uh, uh, application for seminary with the Apostolic Joe and I Church. So I may have other things going on that are more important. Huh. Father John. Right. That has an interesting ring to it. Right. Oh. Scary. You should, uh, how, how long does that process take? The application or the seminary process? Uh, the seminary. Uh, four years. Four years. That's a, that's a long time before I'm able to make fun of you. Eh, playing the long game here. That's fair. Okay. Is that like becoming a priest? You're going to seminary, yeah. you're becoming a priest? <laughs> yep. So when you become a priest, you're basically married to God. Is there a part in that ceremony where they say, if anybody has anything that they want to say to speak against this, speak now or forever hold your peace? Will there be that opportunity for us? <laughs> You're not allowed to speak against a marriage with God, Tony. That's true. There could be some things God might need to find out about John before he decides to, <laughs> to get wrapped up. Are you talking about the celestial itch there, Tony? What, yeah, what happens when you get the se- Oh, never mind, never mind. I was going to say, what happens when a priest gets the seven-year itch? But I don't want to say anything with Bruce being on the... I guess uh, God intervenes. <laughs> he scratches real ha- real fast and gets rid of it in three and a half years. Seven years is like seven days in the, in the eyes of the creator, Tony. So, so if, you were to, if you were to go to seminary and like you were to be caught reading... I don't know, the Quran or something else, would that be considered adultery? Well, considering the seminary I'm going to, half of the bishops are Masons, I'm uh, not too worried about it. Plus, hmm. an education in theology normally dictates that you read the books of other religions at some point. I I, I don't feel like it's seminary if, if you're completely unfamiliar with what the heathens are worshiping. So, yeah, John will probably be more versed than than the rest of us. And well, it, it's all of considered it. heretical by the Roman Catholic Church. So, you know, that's another plus. Oh, well, now you have my attention. Yes. Now I want to make fun of you less, but or, I'm still going to. Now, did you say Presbyterian? Is that you, John? Did you well, say Presbyterian, John? Is that what it is? No, uh, Apostolic <laughs> Joannite Church. What is that? I don't, Harlan, I don't know. Harlan, didn't. Didn't wasn't that one guy we had on a Joanite priest? Yes. Who was that one guy? I missed that show. Uh, uh, that was a long. That was one of the very first shows we did in this format. It would have been yeah. somewhere around episode, maybe in the one forties, one fifties. Let me let me uh, let me get an exact citation for you. He was a he was a cool dude too. Yeah, he was. He was. We we tried to have him back, and then he said that Bruce offended him too deeply. So, <laughs> well, you know, it's, I, I try to tell him our gods were the same. He didn't enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would stop using the plural, he might have been more okay. Well, it's the same one. You didn't say one. You said the same gods. Yes, right. mine is. Let's see, let's see. And that's a joke, by the way, John. That, oh, nice. that. Here yeah, we no. go. 
We we parted on oh, good terms with the guy. This was episode 163 entitled The Other Father Tony. Hmm. Uh, and it was Brother Anthony Sylvia. Yeah, Tony yes. Sylvia. Yep. Yeah, he's he's a well known guy in the AJC. Yeah. Uh, so hey, maybe he'll come hang out with us again since you know well, John's he does, gonna he does uh he does one of the Gnostic podcasts. I'm trying to remember which one now. And I listened uh, to the bloody thing. And that's kind of what he was talking about on here was Gnosticism. Yep. No, that's a big part um, of the AJC. Uh, he does a show called Gnostic Wisdom Wisdom at GnosticWisdom.net. So, John, what uh, made you want to do this? I, I almost, well, I almost took God, the priesthood God. like 12 years ago from a Catholic standpoint. Um, thankfully I didn't and then met my wife and that's gone so well. So, you know, okay. So far. Um, but after the last maybe three months, about three months ago, it started like really ruminating in my head again and coming back around. And so I've been thinking and rolling it over and thinking, and rolling it over and doing the proper, you know, doing what we do before any great undertaking as any Mason should. Um, you should probably talk to someone who knows you, but well, they do ask for references, and I'm kind of terrified. So <laughs> you could <laughs> give them, give them, just go ahead and give them my info. I'll, uh, I'll vouch for you. Yeah, no, the two guys I picked, I pretty much have dirt on, so I'm, I'm just going to hold it over their heads. So, so let me get this straight here, petitioner John. You come to us with references from a dirt worshiping heathen. And a Jew. <laughs> All right, you're in. Yeah, that that certainly wouldn't bar me. Ah, I love it. No, I uh, John was a cool guy. I I was just joking about Bruce offending him. I think he never came back because we never you invited him. Anthony and or Tony, you called him. Yeah. This, no, this, we just this, um, this, this that was John. back when we were doing the After Lodge Road Show, and we had a line of of guests that stretched for months and months and months ahead, and so. And then at some point, I, they started like listening to the previous ones we were doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Thank you, you know, come on, I got a thing. I think it was just at some point we stopped scheduling new guys because it was so far out, and then, well, as as I've noticed on the show, if if we fall out of a habit. It just kind of falls. I, for so, one, enjoyed the anniversary episode. Just saying. Uh, you were not the only one, Scott, but thank you. <laughs> it seems to be very divisive. I can't imagine why. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Well, um, speaking of that, uh, we can you know, run into uh, some other podcast hosts and share a beer with them at uh, this year's uh, Masonic Restoration Foundation Conference. Uh, I think I think I'm gonna get some tickets. Uh, I think I'm gonna book a flight, and uh, I think I'm actually gonna go this time because I haven't been in a long time. You guys want to go? When is it? It is in August, mid-August. That's in that goofy city that they make baseball bats in, right? No. Uh, no, it's in uh, it's in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, um, the wrong is out where they have the the Kentucky Derby. True. Don't they make bourbon there? That's Tennessee. No. 
No, Tennessee's where they make incest. No, wait, that's Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about Wiffle. I didn't know there was a city called Wiffle. So you're gonna have to send me a link to that so I can do my uh, yeah research. Yeah. Um, I I mean, hey, what day of the week is it on? Because if it's on the weekend, then I I can probably see. go. Uh, I it was whenever the Scottish Rite biennial session was because I already had plans to go to that and then. I think I'm still going to try to do both, but it looks like the 16th through the 18th, I think, of of August. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Let me double check yeah. that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Come on, Google. Don't fail me. No, not the – okay, so the uh, the Meningitis Research Foundation's 12th <laughs> International Conference is at the British Museum. Hmm. Uh, that is not the MRF conference I was looking for. Uh, the Motorcycle Riders Foundation. Okay, maybe I should just spell it out. Word. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. This is why I should do my show prep before the show. Let's, I'm listening to you type, and I'm having flashbacks to like the old movie Tron, where they have like the giant old plastic keyboards and... Clinic, Sonic clinic, Restoration clinic, clinic. Foundation Symposium 2019. John, when I hear the, the keyboard, 16th, I hear August 16th to 18th? Yes. Okay. Send me a link to that. We, uh, I'll uh, prepare. I'd like to go to that. I might, I might be able to meet you guys there. Road trip. That's not as far for John as it is for us. It'll work. Um... <laughs> Especially, especially with that like third-rate budget airline that you flew on when you came out to see us. I mean, you could probably get there on fifty bucks. I should be able to make it there on pocket change. <laughs> I'd complain about that flight, but considering how little it cost everybody, I, yeah, nope. I, I still got, can't. I got every penny we put into that, and then some. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess oh. I'll have to wear a suit to this. I'm assuming. Uh, I, I would I would imagine that you should probably be equipped with a tuxedo at some point during the program. But yes, where you can just walk around telling everybody they're dishonorable. A tuxedo. It's uh, it's it's the Masonic Restoration Foundation, Scott. If you're not familiar with my other lodge, um, you should come visit us. And no, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah. uh, right next, well, where Bruce used to live, it was like next door. Um, we're still, we're still. I only move like two miles, but. Working yeah. out some kinks out there. Um, That's what they all say. Yeah, it, it's not really good show fodder. Um, we, no. will, we will do that in an after show hour. Um Actually, so anything. Gonna be I think it'd be fun to go there and run into the guys that sit around that certain table. And... Oh, I know. That's and, uh, uh, so that's the big... all but one of them. It's the big look, reason for going. Look, um, I'm not. I don't have a tux. We're just gonna have to. We're just gonna put. Um, hang that one up. Just do you have a dark suit? suit? Be fine. I got a dark suit. Yeah, we'll do that. I don't. I don't, just I don't have, have a tux either, Scott. They're like three dollars on Amazon. Just, just get a bow tie. Bow tie. 
If I come, or, or just a black tie. Like you don't want me to wear my uh, my Masonic tie that I got at the state fair. It's got all the got all the squares and compasses that go all the way down. So maybe I, I I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been to one of these. I think the last one I went to was in uh, Philadelphia, and yeah, God, that was a while back. I don't remember what year it was. Um. I'm gonna tell my wife I'm going to this now. So, so what is it? Just like speeches and shit, or what? Uh, yes, yes. There's a lot of that. Uh, a lot of meet and greet type stuff. A lot of discussion about the traditional observance concept, uh, which I'm trying to get a couple of guys from the lodge to to go from our lodge just just to show, like, you know, you've heard all this naysay talk about traditional observance but just how how close our lodge actually is to what traditional observance is trying to do and we don't call it that but i mean we're we're missing a couple of key items but otherwise if you go down the checklist we're which a lot of the guys who are especially the newer guys i don't think they realize how different our lodge is from they don't uh until we get them to go to another lodge and then Right, and then they, uh, yeah, they re- we're we're pretty spoiled, um, but there's a reason there are so many active members of the After Lodge Lodge who don't live near it, um, including me now. There's so many of us that drive thirty, forty five an hour to to go to our lodge. Uh, to be fair, most of us used to live close, and then we moved, or we knew somebody who lived close. To be fair, to be fair. To be I mean, fair, you've got, you've got a, a good handful of active guys who are like from out of state, so and they make it in. Really, well, it's just uh, because Bruce is there, and everybody wants to come watch him play chess. Well, uh, he just holds their mail for ransom. You got to come pick it up at the lodge. Exactly. You know, I don't. We don't. I, we, I can't call it ransom though. That's frowned upon. I mean, this looks fun. I mean, like this. this we have is... attempted delivery of your letter. It is this... being held lodge. Yeah, yeah like, like the attempted delivery of my uh, uh, neck torque right before I got yes. down there. Yep. <laughs> Does it is this thing usually part. pretty busy? Like, is there a lot of people usually? Uh, I so I I don't know how to quantify that. I um. I go to a lot of conferences. In fact, I'm going to one next week in Dallas. I'm going to hang out with Brother Mike while I'm down there. Um, he may join us on the show. And there's going to be, you know, 10,000 people. And then I've gone to other ones where there's like 20 guys, and I don't know why we even call it a conference, and everything in between. So I don't really know how to quantify what's a big conference and what's not. Well, it's, do they do it the same – is it one of these deals where they do it the same kind of weekend every time they do it, or did yeah, they it, kind of close. decide to have it during Scottish Rite Big Week in DC? I don't, I don't know if it's exactly the same, and I don't think the Scottish Rite session is the same every two years either. Um, let's see, let's see. I actually need to pull that up. I might be able to get the uh, get my lodge to pay my ticket. 
Well, yeah, because your lodge has money. Uh, yeah. yeah. Buy you a tuxedo. Did you guys want to be go. absorbed into the consortium of lodges? When hell freezes over, brother. <laughs> we ha- our 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 or building has a working raise your standards. Door. Hey, my standards are up. I just have to wait for um, time. I see. I see. You were the master. You didn't have to wait for anything. Here we go. 2019 biennial session. So first, well, you know what it's like changing guards, old guard, new guard. And I'm waiting for the new guard is building up. And we're ac- we actually have a lot of guys that are learning the stuff and uh, wanting to get into uh, ritual and lecturing and being accurate. But we got a bunch of older guys that coffee club. So you can have both. Well, yeah, but the older guys still don't want to give up the oh. the, the work too. So I mean, because I I enjoy the old man coffee club before lodge and then the. Um, after Lodge Coffee Club, After Lodge, and right. So, I mean, I, John, if you wanna, if you wanna make a, a big road trip out of this, you know, I'm uh, so going to Lexington for this thing, uh, the 16th, 17th, and 18th, and then the biennial session at the Scottish Rite is the 18th. It starts mm-hmm. the last day of the MRF conference, 18th through the 21st. And then you could, uh, you know, you could fly back from from DC. Sure, for pennies on the dollar, I'm sure. I I, I don't know actually. I'm uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to work that because I had already made arrangements, and now I'm yeah, like, I'll just I'll flying. just the, I'll, I'll I'll get the fill in from the Scottish right from my buddy who goes there because he's he's part of the fellows, well, so he's yeah, be well, there anyway. So so I am too. Um, Are you? I've never been to the to the Scottish Rite biennial sessions, and uh, I felt like I should go this time, especially since I've been getting all these messages from Ronnie Seal's office saying that it would be great if I was there. And yeah, so I guess I should finally do something as a Scottish Rite fellow besides, you know, wear a hat and do reunions, which is all I've been doing thus far. So well, you'll be hanging out with a good friend of mine if you're there then. Yeah, uh, well, I got to make that work with the wife too. I, she already knew I was going to be gone for three days. Making it six is—I uh, don't know. She doesn't complain too much when I'm gone, you know, making money. But this would be me gone spending money. Spending money, money? yeah. So, <laughs> I don't, know. don't know how well that's going to go over. I think Scott. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, but I'm not going to attend the convention. I'm just going to hang out like outside and talk to people when they come <laughs> out to just smoke or whatever. Yeah, dude, that's some of the best. Even more my style. That way, I don't have to wear a suit. I don't have to like dress up and shit. I just you should come in overalls. Eh, it's it's a little too far. Not really. I'll wear a nice T-shirt. You know. Hey, I've heard of lodges that have a uh, bib overall night. Yes, there's one near here. Uh, I oh, own Lord. a pair of, I own a pair of bibbed overalls that I wear one time a year to go to that function. Oh lordy! They yep. they literally get worn once a year. 
Do you have them on a hanger? I just need to know this. If they're no, they're, they're actually folded up uh, actually down here because I still haven't finished unpacking my office. They're in one of my totes of miscellaneous crap. Um, I always have to... So every year, like the week before this event, I, I spend the week trying to find where the overalls are. Because <laughs> my wife keeps trying to throw them away. Um, so I always <laughs> have to hide them. Uh, it, it's... It's a game that we have. Uh, she knows if she ever succeeds, I'll, I'll just buy more. So I don't know why why she tries, but um, I actually kind of want to wear them tonight because I'm gonna go pee outside because I can't flush a toilet. Uh, I have three three toilets in this house, and we are saving the flushes. Uh, we've already spent one, thanks to my daughter and her manly ways. Um, <laughs> you've got water. You can fix those now. Well, I've got bottled water. I'm not gonna fill the back of a toilet with bottled water. I, I guess I will. If you I, got if poop sitting in your toilet, you're damn right yeah. you will. <laughs> if my daughter pulls another one of the stunts she pulled earlier, I will. Yeah, I will find a way. I will go down to the creek and haul water up in buckets. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I I have my my kids so worked up. Because I was like, well, it's, it's bath night and the water's out, so grab a bar of soap and a towel. We're going down to the creek. And then it, my daughter starts, like, crying because she, I guess, didn't realize I was joking. And I feel like your son like, loves the idea. Well, so I couldn't find my son. And I'm like, what? what? And I eventually found him. He was down here in the basement. He was already down there. He was down here in the basement trying to open the double door I've got <laughs> over here that goes out to the backyard. He had his shoes on and his diaper off and his <laughs> off. He was, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, except uh, I, you know, there's way too much poison everything trying to get down there. I haven't really cleared a path. I can't see the creek anymore. Uh, the woods back there grew up when spring hit, and it's quite thick. Uh, I'm going to have to cut a path. You can hear it running, but you can't see it. But, I don't know. Kind of summer's coming, and uh, kids go swim in the creek and don't nag me about buying a pool. <laughs> well, I'll wait, tell you what. My, my daughter, who is two, almost three, she uh, she refers to the lodge as the pancake factory now. Huh. Yeah. Pancake factory. Yeah. She always comes up for pancakes. I said, I said, uh, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go see the Masons. She goes, pancakes. And my wife has coached her into saying it's the pancake factory. So, is what it is. I mean, while that's endearing, um, it's probably systemic of a a larger issue. Lord. What what is this, Bruce? Are you trying to cop out on us? You can't just can't just say it. Can't just uh, can't just man up to your early release. What you know? I was trying to be subtle, but I didn't know every single one of you had your volume on and on maximum and your <laughs> notifications. <laughs> I so, sent that message. There were thirty-seven different dings. What is happening? So for the benefit of probably. our listeners, uh, Bruce is letting us know that you know he has to he has to work in the morning. And he's done hanging well, out. Well, it's not just that. Tomorrow's my birthday, so I want to get up a little early so I can kind of get work done a little what? early and celebrate accordingly. 
Happy Work 30th on birthday. Are you 30? How old are you now, Bruce? I don't even know. Did you say 30? Uh-huh. John did. God, I wish I was fucking 30. 35. I vaguely remember 30. You're 35. so old. I thought you were like almost... No, that's Jason. Never mind. Oh, Jason's yeah. turning like 50 this year, I think. Jason's like legitimately old. He's going to be, I think, 42 yeah. this year. What the... Wait, you just said Jason's legitimately old? Be Did I just hear that right? Wasn't he there? Okay, when... but to be fair, be he bad. looks like the emperor down, at the end of... Then I'm starting a Toro. Wasn't uh, Jason uh, there when George Washington was You look was younger raised? than me, John. Am I? No. I said you look younger than me. Well, it's the booze. <laughs> He's got preservative in his skin. <laughs> Usually that ages people. It's weird. Yeah, if I smile too big, my forehead will... So it ages open. people who aren't Irish. One of the bonuses Catholics get, no. Yeah. Hmm. It's a, it's a uh, class trait. It's how we deal with our guilt. <laughs> got it. Well, you know, I, I have all of this... Uh, all of this... Whatever kind of growth I have on my face uh, to hide the like twelve year old that's under here. So I figure when I turn forty, I'm gonna shave it off and then you know relive my twenties. Yeah, this facial hair is to cover the wrinkles. Oh no, I had to. Uh, it was a, a legitimate legal career decision to start trying to grow my scraggle face. It's kind of like uh, uh, Commander Riker season two. Uh, <laughs> I don't get that reference, but yeah. Um, you weren't this way before the beard. Yeah, well, it's just people don't tend to take their attorney seriously when he looks like he's 12. So, Your Honor? I yes. love object. Were you concerned the judge would throw you out because you were too young to practice law? No, it was. it's it's more subtle than that. It's just like when you're dealing with... Uh, you're dealing with the other lawyers and trying to negotiate something, and you look like you're coming from a position of weakness, like you don't know what you're doing. So, you and then tired, after I grew it out, after I grew it out, I started having kids, and now, like five years later, there's all this gray in it because of the kids. So that only adds to the like distinguished lawyer effect. So it it works <laughs> at least up until the point that anybody you know reads my filing or listens to me talk. Yeah. And then they realize, oh wait, he really doesn't know what he's doing. Well, as a birthday gift to heart, uh, to Bruce, sorry, Bruce, um, we should. Uh, are we going to wrap this up? You know, we should. I just want to ask uh, Bruce, what, what Thank are you, you celebrating God, your, for on your birthday? Your... You're welcome. Say like, say it again, Harlan. What is it? What is it you're celebrating on your birthday? Like, are you going to call your mother or something? Because isn't it really mean, like what am I doing? Yeah, like. Like you, you didn't. You don't have anything to celebrate. You didn't. You didn't do anything. I'm gonna be honest. Like I hate birthdays. I don't like age in general. Is is this dumb thing to celebrate? I I don't understand. That's what I tell all the girls. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah. A couple hundred years ago, it would have counted. Like, hey, you still haven't gotten dysentery, and you're 22. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's Your after you turn is- like 25. Every birthday after that is just disappointing. Like, no, it's, no, it's just, no. You're just birthday, adding numbers. 
Your birthday's a free uh, ticket. No, 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 no. no. Get your I'm, wife I'm not, or girlfriend I'm to not do to whatever you want. Sad about it. I'm just it's saying true. there's nothing to celebrate. I'm just saying. Well, well, there is for your parents, Bruce. Your birthday is about your parents. No, because every year I get older, my mom's like, now I'm a year older. <laughs> like my my child made it another year, and at least. I've been trying to push this with my kids when they have birthdays. I'm like, this really isn't about you. This is this is about your mother and I because you're still alive. And <laughs> in spite of your efforts to the contrary, we brought we you into that. this world and we've decided to keep you here. Aren't yeah. you lucky? Uh, oh yeah, because that, that was the other thing. I spent the uh, spent the first part of the day before the water went out uh, with with my boy doing breathing treatments because you know he decided to go all like I can't breathe on us. Great. So we had the whole medical visit thing and kind of pushed that out of my brain. Yeah, so on his next birthday, it'll be another one of those. Yeah, see, we kept you alive, boy. This this day's about us. So go play with your friends and leave me alone. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we'll cut it short because Bruce is being all like bedtime. It's my birthday. Um, you only turned 40 once. <sighs> all right, well. Tony, uh, we appreciate your valuable contributions to the show. Uh, did you have any any closing closing remarks to share with the After Lodge craft? John, before you go on your interview for your pastorhood, priesthood, or whatever, yeah, don't em- don't embarrass yourself. I looked it up online. It's pronounced Gnostic. Okay. <laughs> So um, that, that's the, the first thing. So just be careful when you go. I'm it's here joining Audrey Kurt and Bert to Bert. Scotty from the block. Scotty from Is the there? block. Uh, you do not have to wear a tuxedo. Uh, it's a costume type thing. So dress up as your favorite character. I was okay, just going to go as a Knight Templar uh, from uh, Nightfall. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Just so go on. Show up as... Yeah, you will fit. You'll you'll fit right in. Um, it's Harlan and Bruce. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I love I, I love all y'all. Everyone for <laughs> hanging out at this brief after lodge session for episode two hundred. Harlan Harlan did lie at the very beginning of the episode. He said he was out doing yard work. People in your in your neighborhood was doing yard work. He was taking a break from doing yard work. Well, you have to understand in his neighborhood, taking a break from doing yard work is you're not you're not currently yelling at your immigrant farm laborer. Lots of people who live in my neighborhood are are what we call violation of the homeowners association, isn't it? I mean. Yes. yes. The people here are are that guy raking his own leaves. Nah. Oh, are, uh, I'll tell you what. Money uh, I've been I've been to his house home. a couple. Of times. You can literally not get down the street most of the time because of all the trucks and trailers of all the lawn people that are there. You know, you're you're wiggling around driving through, passing up all the trucks and lawn trailers. So I I had anyways. a lawn company before I moved. Now I can no longer afford one. So now I have to. <laughs> You know, do it myself. Anyway, as I was saying, thanks for listening to episode 225, which is the 226th recording of the After Lodge podcast. 
Uh, you can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge@gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. And, of course, follow us on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. I just said follow about Reddit because I am ignorant of the social media. Be sure to wish, wish Worshipless Producer Bruce a happy birthday. Enjoy the last ever premiere of Game of Thrones. And uh, otherwise, stay whatever it is that we do. Goodbye, y'all. Bye. 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 Oh, wrong button.